0: Wow! Hey!
1: It's the partner champagne! Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> episode 100! hundred.
2: Hundred episode! Numéro 100!
1: That's why we have you on the podcast! <laughs> Not really though, because if we're doing this whole meta... The whole show is going to be going through all things. I was listening through a lot of old episodes. Even before Sadia joined, we try to speak French all the time.
0: That's my first one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for saying that. So it was the episode
1: about... So season one, episode
0: six, we talked about The, um, the Good Wife and the oh. references to arbitration and pop culture. And I, the, one of the episodes, they filmed it in... Or it was supposed to be Cass. And they filmed it in an indoor running track because it's sports. So the the hearing was on a running track because that's what sports arbitration takes place. And the whole scene is, like, they start speaking in French, and then the American interjects. And it's funny, going back to those old episodes, because we were so not PC. What do you mean? I put on this, like, very offensive French accent. (laughs) 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 Oh, no! And I was like, oh, my God, we really did not care, probably because we didn't think anyone would listen. That's true. We've gone way more professional. These are the tweets that come up and haunt you when you, like...
2: That's so funny. So that was my
0: first one. I was like, we were so casual, I made an inappropriate accent, and it was a very loose reference
1: to arbitration. (laughs) But I'm also sure, generally, if we had someone go through a super cut of old episodes, there's going to be a lot of bad French pronunciation with a non-PC French accent. Exactly. But now we can do that, because we have you, so you give us cover (laughs) to
2: make make fun fun. of the French. Yeah, I make fun... I I notice I make fun of the French all the time, don't I, anyways? No? I feel you also like stand I think up for them. Yeah, I do stand up for them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always try to to put in a French word when I can, even if there's no French word. But, mm, that's
1: yeah. the essence of French. A French
2: yes. pronunciation of names when they're not French. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's only fair game.
0: Because they walk in and the judges are all speaking French because it takes place, that court of arbitration for sports is in Switzerland? Yeah and so they come in and they're all like oh ne <laughs> like, excuse me uh, this is an American and opposing counsel speaks French as well. and he goes excuse me but I don't speak French it was very like entitled and very like
1: American right. in Paris and but also they find this out in the hearing that French is the language
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to take it over last minute which was also very strong okay um, so there's like some surprise evidence come. Well, and here's the other thing that was very strange is that they held it on the side of a of a running track, and then they had like a bunch of flags from different countries behind the tribunal. So they, outdoors, <laughs> no, in an indoor running track. So they held the arbitration on the side of an indoor track, and I was like, okay, we get it that it's an arbit a sports arbitration, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that they're like kicking a soccer ball during. It. That was
3: that
1: one. <laughs> Do you feel offended? Yes,
2: very offended. (laughs) No, it's only for a game, right? They do speak like that. (laughs) Do you have any old old memories?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have actually one on on a similar topic. We haven't synced this at all, but it goes in very well. I've always been... uh, of the various puns and try to rename the station so many times to the procrastination station, and the <laughs> yeah. depolitization station, and the insinuation station, and the denunciation station, and the impersonation station. <laughs> but I think my favorite, which is still the one I will remember the longest, is the pronunciation station. Yes. Yeah? Mm. Where we did a whole happy fun time talking about how to pronounce and how not to pronounce things. And again, you make fun of French accents. Oh, God. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> yes. when their names are being mispronounced. So I don't know, it let me ask you this. It, is it are you expected to ask people how to pronounce their names oh, yeah. if you're know that if you know that you're about to pronounce them in a public setting? Of course. That's a best practice. It is? Okay, but then what if you screwed up anyway, which is is more likely than not then you're bad at your job of being a moderator.
0: <laughs> if you go around and be like, hey, excuse me, how do you pronounce your name? And he goes, Jan Vandenberg. And then you say, okay, thank you. Jan Vandenberg is here with us. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: but that happens all the time. Or maybe people just don't ask, they for, don't the, ask. for pronunciation mm-hmm. before they do it. The Dutch people are a good example, and we are exhibit A here, because we've already botched a, a number of Dutch names, and you can't pronounce most Dutch names, that's just a fact of life. Right. Oh, you still obliged to try to do it in Dutch with like a, from the
0: University of Groningen. <laughs> yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> just accepted to like, simplify it into a, a, a generic, strange english pronunciation well see that's what that's what i that's what i do actually is that i i give an old nod but i don't go all the way because then you just sound like you're trying too hard uh, even like something in french you know even if you can say something in french you don't say like louis victor because <laughs> you don't speak french so stop trying to act like you do even if you do i mean we're all international you're speaking English, you don't need to like immediately jump and put on your like Jean Paul Gautier hat and then like try to speak French. So I think you can give a little nod and
2: say that like, you know like, you don't have to say Louis Vuitton, but you can like say you know Louis Vuitton. What? That's, that's that
1: so cringe. How do you pronounce Louis Vuitton? That is
2: hilarious. How, okay, how do you pronounce it? Louis Vuitton.
1: <laughs> Louis Vuitton.
0: Louis, Louis Vuitton. And
2: you said there's a middle ground, it's like Louis Vuitton. What did you say?
0: Louis
1: Vuitton. You say Vuitton.
0: Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Oh, I don't know.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, it is cringe, bordering on not politically correct. Let's it see what seems like we're there's thinking?
2: there's like a a, th- a thread here ongoing with pronunciation, right? I mean, it's it's in one of the intro, right? Remember. The Emmanuel Gaillard. Yeah, delayed, like, Emmanuel the
1: late Emmanuel without Gaillard. Without a D, but I still. Without, like
2: Emmanuel I Gaillard. And I was like, how did you. Did you, did you say Emmanuel Gaillard? It's like you were I thought you were making a joke. Yeah. And then it kept happening. It wasn't even the, this one. I've, I have to go back to to my notes, but there were a lot of other pronunciation where we pronounce with a French accent. I've
1: exactly. been thinking about this because I think part of the challenge in this field, especially if you're younger, we're trying to break in is that so much is in written form, mm-hmm. it's rare that you actually speak yes. and pronounce things and there are so many concepts and names yes. and ideas yes, yes. that you've seen in written form but you don't really know how to pronounce it <clears throat> and we tend to find that out live, you know, the first time you have to say it out yeah. loud, yes. you're like, oh, I don't even know how this is pronounced. <laughs>
2: we all had that junior or that trainee come to us with a ECSID decision, right? Because yeah. they don't know how, yeah, it's exit or it's true, it's very true, it's a written written field. Mm. I My my first episode that I heard of you guys and that got me hooked was the coin toss. Oh, yeah. That was the one. And it was also on language, right?
1: Yeah. My, was, my memory is what it is, but it was what the procedural language would be in yeah. a case and it was decided by a by coin
2: a toss. By a tos. coin, coin toss. And I didn't know about this. And when I... It was just the title of the episode was The Coin Toss, and then I, I logged in and I listened to it on my phone and I was like, this is hilarious that you guys, you know, talk about this, and I, I just thought it was really funny.
1: How do you yeah. feel, it's, it's no secret at this point, that I usually come up with a name. Sometimes I consult you, sometimes I don't, and I'm, The Coin Toss I'm happy with because it sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How do you feel in general about what the episodes are named? Yeah, I like that. I like do, it do you too. care? Are you well, happy with me just going nuts?
0: Going back through the episodes, I actually see your descriptions, and there's some jokes in there that I had not seen before. Yeah, because yeah.
2: there's an explanation afterwards yeah. as well. It's not just the title. Yeah. But I remember once we had Jan Paulson, and you asked us, what should we name the episode for that one? Mm-hmm. And it was just the one with Jan Paulson. <laughs> i thought that was cool
1: yeah (laughs) is that because you suggested that or because you said something smarter no no i think i think i
2: i think we talked about this i wonder if it came from me or anybody else but yeah i thought that was it sounded like a friend's episode that one yeah the one with you Yeah. so do,
0: do you remember what episode season and episode was your first episode
2: um it's episode 10 and i think it must be the first season
0: no no no, your first
2: Oh, my first one. Yeah,
0: as a host.
2: Oh. Was it season I don't remember, no. Season Season
0: four, episode three.
2: Oh my gosh, I should know that. I don't really? know
0: why we was episode three though.
2: And why wasn't the first like uh Maybe
0: we had recordings already done.
1: Yeah, or maybe we just didn't plan. Yeah. Appropriately. <laughs> That's
0: fine. <for> Prodestination station. <laughs> no,
2: I remember you did mention we have started the new season. And uh, oh, you can right. take the time to think or something, and then it was episode three. I still remember the first, um, my first segment though. It was ad hoc versus institutional arbitration. Oh, that's right. And because I presented right away, uh, my first
1: uh, thrown into the deep end. Exactly. First chair right yes. away. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes.
2: Yes. yeah that was fun.
1: Should we back up and introduce what we're doing? I realized we just oh yeah started rolling. Yeah, and then you'll
2: have to edit it back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: So nice be to be in person. I think that's it as well. We we can follow this track on Zoom. It's so easy to follow instruction when we're in person. It's just yeah. A bit,
2: a bit We'll we'll have to send a picture so people can see that we're actually drinking bubbles, having cake. Uh, we have Jan who's with us as well, who's helping us, and we haven't seen all of us physically for a while actually. Years. Just been busy. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Not in the same room.
0: Not
2: yeah. in the same room. Yeah, yeah. see. It's and we
1: have not one but two partners of law yeah. in the room.
2: Yeah, we that haven't introduced happened. that for
1: me we on the That did happen. That Finally,
2: happened. it happened. Yeah, it happened. Thank in you.
1: In my world, you've always been a partner um, of
2: Oh, thank you, guys. Well, we're our partners now. I mean, you know, yours is gonna come soon as well. A partner of your own. Uh- <laughs>
0: If you want, if you want, if you
2: want, you don't have to, yeah. That's also the thing, Is like, yeah, it's not the ultimate thing. It's such a
1: partner move, so condescending. You will also be what? a partner <laughs> of something else of your own. You, you have a partner what at does
2: home, it mean to be a partner life. I know, like, like <clears throat> my family members are like, oh, so what happened again? I was like, oh, I became, I was promoted to partner. What does that mean? <clears throat> What's gonna that change for you? I was like, not really, actually, not much in terms of work. It's not gonna. 'Cause I've been you know, you handle cases. But doesn't
1: it and, mean I'm an idiot now, but doesn't that mean technically you're moving from an employee to an no, employee? No, no, for
2: sure. It changes a lot of admin stuff and you're now And legally linked, it's a big change. Linked to decisions and Yeah. Yes, and you're like the lead person and responsible Yeah, but that's the thing about responsibilities. It's like if you've already been the lead like person on a case you, yeah, have to have, kind of you have to demonstrate dimension.
1: that you can do the job before you actually exactly. get the job. Exactly. I mean, so at least already...
2: that was how it was in my firm. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like demonstrate that you are already a partner, yeah. even though you're not yeah. a partner. And then, yeah.
0: but now you get to do the business side, <clears throat> all the other bits.
2: But again, like I was in, weren't you doing that before? Yeah, that's true. I you're was doing that before. You. I was, I was evaluated. My evaluation to become partner was based on how much business I was bringing, how much business development I was doing.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Sorry, guys, I'm losing my voice. Something else <laughs> happened to me two weeks ago. I got COVID.
4: <clears throat> Your body that was, was run down. funny. <laughs>
2: yeah. And I'm still recovering. I'm okay, but yeah.
0: Well, because we are... Um, this is our 100th episode, and we're going to just go through some highlights and lowlights of, uh, mm-hmm. of our time together. And I was thinking when we were going through it is how many, you know, partnership. We've gone through a lot of life milestones together. Mm-hmm. Moves between firms, move between cities, move from academia... Two weddings. Two weddings. Mm. It's uh we've we've gone through a lot if you actually put it into that context.
2: Yeah. We lost a few really big names in arbitration. Yeah. That's true. Wars. Wars, yeah. Pandemic.
1: It's not only hundred episodes, it's also five years. Yeah. August twenty seventeen. Almost to the day. That's almost to the day. It's it's five years ago as this is published. That's also a a significant amount of time, it's like half my career basically. Yeah, exactly.
2: You've grown so much, you know, you were kids before.
1: I will say this though, one thing that I was reflecting on when listening through is that my English is so bad at the beginning. Really? Yeah, I both sound more Swedish than I think they do now. Right. And I make so many mistakes. And that's funny because we have a lot of things uh, that we have on air of me correcting your English. Right. But you could have been correcting my English, you both could have. (laughs) for so many more times than you did. (laughs) Oh, should we? We actually did a segment on English second language. I was listening to that one. Did
0: you, speaking of language, do you want to bring up that one? Unique?
2: Oh, very unique.
1: (laughs) You know what, let's start with our first listener comment. We have a few listeners, regulars and otherwise, and people who have been on the podcast and other people who who have called in for this 100th episode. And let's start with Ben Hayward in Australia, because I think he will give us a good good start on this.
5: Happy 100th episode to the Arbitration Station. My name is Ben Hayward. I've been a listener since season one, after seeing a write-up about the show on the Kluwer Arbitration blog. I've also been lucky enough to have been a guest interviewee from ICA in Sydney, and you just might be able to pick up my Australian accent there. So what do I think about the podcast? I really do think it's a fantastic educational and practical resource. It's presented in a way that makes you feel like you're part of the conversation. And because of that, perhaps over the last two and a half years in particular, it really has been a great way to continue to feel connected with the arbitration community. I think just as importantly, though, it's helped usher in a bit of a new era of arbitration media that now includes multiple podcasts and web shows and other initiatives that all keep help the conversation and the dissemination of information and views flowing. And I feel like now that we've reached this critical mass, it's kind of normalized and legitimized this kind of source material. And I I can say as an academic. It's nice to be working in an era where it's okay to cite these materials, even though they don't constitute peer-reviewed research. And I have actually cited The Arbitration Station before in my own published work. And otherwise, perhaps this is a nice point to conclude on. The podcast has helped us all to remember a really important point of English grammar, that something can't be very unique. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: amazing. So
1: whatever you wanted me to say, I thank Ben for
0: his (laughs) nice words. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I remember when you corrected me. And then I hear everywhere, I hear very unique, it's mostly Americans say very unique, the most unique, particularly unique. And I'm like, (laughs) Still sounds good to me. I love
2: the explanation though. You were like it's you re- either pregnant or you're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which was funny. That's that's the thing that came It's not the
1: best here. binary thing but in the world. S- but.
2: but somebody said that to me recently as well, and like with a little bit of a hint of like he was listening to the podcast, but I wasn't sure. And he was like, It's either you're, you're either pregnant or you're not and I was like, <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> Does that come from like, the Joel episode, whatever? Yeah. I, I
1: must have stolen it from somewhere. It's no, no way but I could the have way said the that person original. looked at me,
2: I was like, mm, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, of course, I'm
1: sure." Yeah. Are you are you trying to find some ground to say that? Well, now they, that fan told me it's <laughs> not, and I just can't refute it. I, <laughs> uh, no, but I just
0: I hear it all the time. because unique to me can be a like a distinction versus the one and only. But if you go to the definition of unique, yes, it is the one. It's the one. terrible the way language works
1: sometimes, that <laughs> it means something to you that is different from the accepted meaning yeah. that makes it hard, especially as a lawyer. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So to you, expropriation means this. To me, actually, expropriation has a slightly different meaning. There you go. <laughs> taking. What is the taking? Yeah, what is the taking? <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I can go to a low light um speaking about me having horrible french accents but um the worst segment we've ever done on the podcast do you do you know what i'm thinking of Mm -hmm. we tried to do a segment on becoming a qc or
1: barrister oh my god that that is so embarrassing sorry there's a lot of pre-Saudiok no, okay. but really this is good for you that's where we start no, no,
2: that's interesting yeah. <laughs> you've elevated the quality <laughs> no, <laughs> no tell me more this about may be this
1: I haven't listened because I remember even as recorded oh, that it was horrible. cringy and I also received 6 or 7 <coughs> messages from people based in England I don't even think either of us was based in England at no. the time because this is a long time ago yeah. right? we now know better yeah. What, what happened? What so I, ba- I think I've read a few articles basically on like what it
0: takes to qualify. Not only do I mix up the terminology, I use QC, barrister. You corrected me because we were talking about silks and all. And I, I've conflated all of the terms. <laughs> and it's
2: cool if you're a barrister or you're a QC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. I
0: was like, so the QC, to become a barrister, and Q, uh, there was no distinction between the qualifications. And then even describing the qualification, it's so muddled. And it's completely wrong. And I said it with complete conviction. (laughs) It was really embarrassing to the point that we should probably just remove it from the internet because it's terrible. (laughs) That's
2: like, you should just add like, limit well, you know. That's always our discussion about limitation of liability for doing this, yeah. specifically for that one. I think oh, the I next
1: thought. episode we did the mea culpa. Yeah, we did and apologized. Yeah, you wrote me. You sent me a text being like, we have to say something because it's terrible. But I think that's a, a, you, to turn this into something positive. It's been a lesson doing this kind of work in this kind of medium. That you some things you can wing. Mm-hmm. a little bit some things you really can't and really should not Right. you've said something wise at some point maybe on the podcast maybe out, off air Brian that when you're interviewing for a job, the one task you cannot bullshit is a foreign language, because you will be found out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 This is kind of, we were basically speaking a foreign language, trying to speak That's exactly right. the British legal profession's terminology when we couldn't, and it became very apparent very quickly that we didn't know what we were doing. It's like all? trying to do something in French yeah. when you don't speak French. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Two Swedish go into
2: a bar and discuss how <laughs> the English bar think. works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was it like a happy fun time segment at least, or... <laughs>
1: Oh. I think so yeah, I think we, so we even named it the QCs though so it's yeah it's, <laughs> we it's really went we doubled down on that one
0: <laughs> we should
2: re-record that one with a QC commenting <laughs> on that section on that line episode.
0: by line <laughs> yeah like, that was wrong that was wrong but again it was at a period where we didn't think anyone was listening
6: what was it though
1: wasn't this like end of season 2 or something?
0: this was season 1 episode 14 okay yeah mm-hmm. so yeah long enough to know better, that's for sure. But
2: that's the funny thing that you, you said. I think this is the second time you're saying, oh, but that's what the period when we thought nobody was listening. And sometimes people talk to me about the podcast, and I say, oh, you know, it's very casual, and nobody listens to it anyways. And and someone said, well, you do spend an awful amount of time recording it, and the podcast's existence in itself, you know that people are listening to it, right? <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know, I don't... Did I tell you that time, I'm not going to say who it was, but um, there was a very prominent practitioner in the UK, who's a very public um, figure as well, who contacted me and told me that she heard about me through the podcast. And I was like horrified that she had listened to the podcast you know and yeah, then, as we talked about oh, yeah.
1: offline when you were made partner and your very distinguished biography was <laughs> reported by global arbitration review you, you got a very nice write-up because you've represented states and investors and commercial parties and billion dollar cases and rightly so that was described but that's not what they opened with no. they opened with Saudi Abati, co-host of the podcast the arbitration station as if that's the first line of yeah. your obituary right yeah. exactly
2: so I'm a co-host of the station of the podcast and in addition in my free time I do some <laughs> lawyering yeah. and uh yeah no I thought that was that was very uh, funny yeah well so
0: speaking of no, no one listening should we go through some statistics mm-hmm. do you have any statistics Jan? <clears throat> The second time <laughs> you're, you're coming
2: on the podcast. Yeah, he's, he's put on the spot. He's
4: like, oh no, I'm behind the scenes. <laughs> uh, sh- sure, sure. Uh, Brian and I prepared some statistics for you. So, how many do you think you've had guests on the podcast? Oh. Oh,
0: that's a good one. A
2: hundred,
1: a hundred episodes. Days. Yeah, that's the way to start. Some, obviously, without guests, some with multiple guests. And it, I think we did three per episode. Yeah, that right? was a lot. 50. That's my guess.
2: I'd say 60 I'd say 80. Wow. I'd
4: say 65. Yeah, your, yours, right? Yours the closest. It was 84 guests. Wow. That's a lot. So because you, you had once or twice double guests. Yeah. yeah. Ika was like it was, 13. <coughs> yeah. Do you know how many of
1: them were male and how many of them? Oh, Ooh,
4: guys, I <laughs> hope <laughs> you did this well.
1: Oh, God. I'm guessing we're screwed towards male guests. I uh, See, I don't know. Because everyone is, even if you don't know or think that you are.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are more males than females. Yeah,
1: and yeah, it's exactly
4: 60-40.
1: I was about to say, 60-40? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> It's not that bad then, I would say, but it's still not. It's yet. still I mean, It's like you sure. didn't actively make an effort to look out for women, I suppose. It, yeah. You just went with, the. Uh, is that correct?
1: In in interviewing? Yeah, in in
2: interviewing. You just went with the the topics and probably didn't realize you had to... I think we've had
1: a few conversations at some point where we're... Or at least I've noticed that a number of episodes in a row, we've only had male guests. But I think that's also been true the other way around, that a few times we've recognized that we've had four women in a row now. Mm -hmm. Maybe the next guest shouldn't be a woman. Hmm,
0: okay. But after... It was after Me Too, because we did that Me Too segment. (laughs) And that was... Nearer to when we started thinking we're two, we're two men talking about the Me Too movement. Oh, we should right. probably make this podcast a bit more balanced. Oh, okay. So that gave us an inkling, like we need to have a, a female um, co-host.
2: So you got me just because I'm a woman. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. You're also friends. No worries. I'm also brown. No, it was also brown. Yeah, <laughs> I took brown a lot of French. boxes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I made partner. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and why you're on every panel ever.
2: Every single thing. That's that's why. Yeah.
4: <laughs> one more statistic, uh, piece of statistic for you. Um, how many episodes were under one hour? Do you think?
2: Oh, <laughs> zero. Zero.
1: Well, yeah. The answer is obviously too few. Should have been more. Um, I think in the beginning we were kind of good at that. It got harder the more people we started interviewing, and once there were three co-hosts for obvious reasons. So maybe the first two, three seasons. I think the majority would be under an hour. I'm guessing now it's it almost never happens. So it's probably fewer than half in total. Maybe a third. Really? Oh, a bit less. It's
4: fifteen out of out of hundred. Okay.
2: So the first two seasons yeah. probably. Started <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then season three, you started <laughs> chatting started a lot. Started
0: feeling ourselves.
2: Well, before you had guests, maybe, and before you had you had a third co-host. Yeah, I think we
1: can just blame the guests frankly because it's it's the guests who can't stop talking it's not us but but then there's
4: a twist a lot of them are one hour two minutes and if you you know take out all the jingles and uh, intros and yeah it's your fault
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. any more highlights from you guys I have more but yeah I have
1: a few too but I let's stick with uh, some less Stellar, but not because we did something wrong, because the world did something wrong. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh.
2: Force majeure. So why are we talking about force majeure now? Um, like we introduced at the beginning of the segment, it is um, linked to the coronavirus uh, that has been in the news for everyone. Um, COVID-19. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, um, I'm not pronouncing it the right way? No, 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 it is. Oh, it's like it's the like official...
1: Yeah, 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 because yeah, apparently coronavirus you know, is like really? a generic. There are many coronaviruses. Oh my I gosh. just got a flash from, a like, some, I don't know. WHO now officially calls it and urges people <laughs> to call it Co- COVID-19.
2: Thank you. COVID-19. <laughs> it's an acronym oh, for something. So cool. Yeah, so oh. we are the masters of acronyms. So here's another <laughs> one that we'll add to our book. COVID-19 and um of course it's the virus that started in china and has been spreading um, around the world uh, including in london yeah <laughs> yes and i'm laughing but it's not really funny <laughs> <happening>, actually <laughs> <laughs> um, <Sorry>. and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not sure why i was laughing
1: cuz this was the last one we did in person then we had Three seasons of what, remote recording. What date recording. was
2: that? What date was that? It,
1: it published on March third, twenty twenty. So I think we recorded last week of February, twenty twenty.
2: Wow! And yeah, because I'm surpri- I'm generally surprised with the COVID nineteen term. I I sound so ignorant, as if I'm making a joke. Yeah, no, this but
1: was as it was happening because we were in person at your oh. office doing this. That was the first time I think we did it in person in a very long time because we happened to be in London all of us, and then. We never got the chance for another a, year and a half. Yeah, because have then it a,
2: closed down, right? It yeah. down. Just after
1: that, lockdown happened.
0: Yeah, it was mid-March because that's when we canceled our wedding. Hmm. There was three cases probably when we recorded that. There was like three or four cases in London.
2: We Were were we wearing masks when we were doing this? No, no, no. no, no, no.
1: no Because we didn't even know You know, right. it, it was a thing. This was still like, we're yeah, talking about monkeypox now or something. Yes, it's just like, yes. oh, it's a, it's a little oh uncomfortable gosh, joke, but that. nothing
2: yeah. more. <laughs> monkeypox, yeah wow and that's the episode that was the first time i think gar referred to us in fact because we talked about force measure and the consequences of covid on on contracts which right. of course everyone talked about afterwards but i think that was maybe possibly the first first time somebody was speaking about it and that's why gar referred to us <laughs> on this one that's interesting yeah. it's a little
1: uncomfortable listening back though
2: yeah it is it is uncomfortable listening to it like like um, the episode on the war, is we didn't have an episode actually on that one. That was the only time where we recorded to say we're not going to record because we were heartbroken with what was going on. Yeah. It was still ongoing um, with the war in Ukraine. Remember that one?
1: We have lived through a few things mm-hmm. Yeah, and survived so far.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's the the thing about COVID, also, which is interesting, is a lot of people started, and I, maybe we should look at the stats for that, started listening to us and discovering us after COVID, because the podcast was a way to keep in touch, and people were looking for ways to stay connected and in a meaningful way, and to feel like they were part of a community. Right. What, but you guys had of, of course done the podcast years before it, before that, so that's.
1: Uh, I think also the quality of the podcast. <laughs> the remote quality improved, Yeah, the way remote hearings improved. Be- before that, before you joined and before COVID, we would record remotely sometimes because I was working on my dissertation or Brian was abroad somewhere and we were right. not in the same city. Mm-hmm. It was terrible because we had to do it in ways we weren't even really sure. We used Skype and, had to uh, yeah. us out. and now it's so easy because we do all, all our hearings and webinars and everything with Zoom. It's just a much lower bar to entry. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Do we have any more guests? Calling in our listeners. Yes, we have Michael McElrath
0: calling in to give us a nice little heckle because I thought this was going to be our crowning achievement of being the most episodes, but I think he has something else to say.
3: This is Mike McElrath, a.k.a. your affectionate heckler, sending a huge congratulations from out here in the peanut gallery. As a former podcaster myself, 102 episodes, I appreciate the hard work you've put into making each episode of Arbitration Station enriching and thought-provoking, and I look forward to the many episodes to come. Again, congratulations. Peanut Gallery. You can look it up.
1: Right. Thank you to our affectionate heckler. Michael's been emailing almost every episode, pointing out mistakes we've made throughout yes. the years. yes. In a constructive and loving way. For we, the we
2: should, at some point, think about publishing those emails because we never address those, and some of them are really funny. Also, I think because they break down. Have you read the recent one where um, someone break downs, break, breaks down? Sorry, what you have said about having too many associates in a room participating to a conf call with a client. Oh. <laughs> and sorry, and you say. Like clients are really pissed because a call costs like $50,000 because you've got four associates sitting on the call. And so he broke down the rate of an associate for it to become $50,000. And he was like, Yes, of course, a client would be pissed because that would be an associate for I don't know how many thousand dollars. Oh, now. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Fact checking you in real time.
2: Yeah, fact checking <laughs> yeah. in real time. Well, well, which is a- my
1: firm, so I don't know how many associates are in there. Like. <laughs> You can't fact-check this podcast. It's nice that Ben Hayward said that he's cited us in his academic work. Sometimes maybe you can, but in general, it's not. We are not We are not good with the facts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not not every time. Um, Okay,
0: so one really fun, happy, fun time that I came across that I want to expand on a little more and include us is the casting of the ISDS movie, which I thought Uh, was hilarious. Yes, that
2: was one of my favorites,
1: too. So I've casted a few more people. For the movie? For the movie. This is one big movie. It's more like a play at this point. Yeah. You know, like a, a, soap a, opera. a choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you said in the, in the podcast in,
0: that you wanted someone to be, that Christoph Waltz should play someone. And I think he should play Stan Amir Alexandrov. Mm. If you look physically, they are very similar. Uh, and then a really good one that I liked was Bernardo Cremades, uh, which I probably pronounced incorrectly, uh, could be played by Jonathan Price. He was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but more importantly, who's gonna play you three?
5: <laughs> oh.
1: So Sonia and said on the podcast. Should she... we stop by saying what did we say it on the podcast? You have already agreed that Freddie Prince Jr. is gonna play you. Well, that's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> <laughs> No. And then I asked James, my partner asked James, I was like, who, who
0: would play me? He's like, Stanley Tucci. And I was so offended. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, what? You think I look like Stanley Tucci? He's like, no, it's just the round face, but he works in the fashion industry. Oh, so take my this gosh. But, Sadia, you said that you wanted to have a Bollywood actress in the mix. Oh. So I think Priyanka Chopra should oh, play you. Oh, my
2: gosh. Wow. I didn't
0: know she was a Bollywood actress. Yeah, she, started, she was, she she got was a
2: a, the Bollywood actress yeah. before, am Also Miss World, so I'm pretty happy there that you you're go. saying that. <laughs> well, you yeah. got it.
0: that's why I want Freddie from Studio. You I mean, want someone nice bit, to fight you. It's
2: also a bit racist, like the only brown person in Hollywood. Well,
0: I was going to say Jenna Dewan for you, but...
2: Oh, right. It's, it's she was married like,
0: to Channing Tatum. It, but <laughs> I like the reference. I about. think... She's gotten a lot of work done recently so oh, so, so you don't work like, done? I got like work she's done, got yeah, her like, like you know, oh. little
1: baby doll face oh, now Oh right mm. okay okay I see, I see I see I'm googling now This is this reminds me of when we did this episode and we were just basically throwing out names and like, googling, googling. So perfect right. audio But for Concept. Joel <laughs> for Joel I thought that you could
0: have and this is also using the geographic bias but Nikolai Walda who is way too handsome a Lannister as well right in Game of Thrones it's the Danish hunk yes
2: oh right the guy oh. or
0: and this is also giving you oh, yes. a, f- a good favor is a young Billy Burke you can google him yeah. Billy I William B- Billy Burke he was in the Twilight movies and
1: another thing. Uh, this one I can see a bit more maybe than the Dane especially in the young yeah yeah the young he's Billy the same Burke. age as my mom though but I young <laughs> Billy Burke young <laughs> Billy Burke <laughs> And you then for it. Jan.
2: Oh, yeah, for Jan.
1: You are getting
0: Kellen Lutz. It's staying on the Twilight uh, theme. How oh, old Lutz. are you, Brian? <laughs> Twilight, actually? He was in a Kellen. bunch of stuff. Which
2: one is it? What's it? How do you spell that? Kim. That works. Right. I can see that, a bit. Yeah.
0: A, bit. Oh, okay. a bit. Thanks, Brian.
4: I, I take that over uh, the Rocky Four villain, which I usually get. Oh, who's. <laughs> <is,
0: this>
2: is... <laughs> what? This is
1: Swedish, isn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah it's Dolph yeah, Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph yeah. Lundgren. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kellen Lutz is Oh from,
2: here I can see his
1: It's from North Dakota, which I guess is the Czech Republic
0: oh, of the United yeah, States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like that.
4: <laughs> Put that in the next entry. Sorry, I thought I thought surely young Greg Kinnear for you. Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: yes. Oh,
1: he can't act. He is busy.
0: Well, he's already made the made ear. exit, yeah. And
2: he's already made <laughs> the double double roll, Double Double yeah. heading. Double hole. Jan, I, when I see you for me, you're Christopher Reeves in Superman.
0: Yeah, that's what James says That's what.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
0: You are Clark Kent, yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always incognito, like over a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Alright, I have another clip that I want to play you guys. Part of it may sound familiar, and I want to talk about why it sounds familiar as well. Because I'm not sure I'm happy with the way we open our episodes, but let's see.
2: Mission Station. My name is Tadio Hattie.
1: I'm your Dorchrist.
0: And I'm Brian Kotick.
2: (laughs) And we are your co-hosts for another episode of the Arbitration Station podcast, covering both commercial and investment arbitration, 66% serious substance and 33% general ponderings and musings of the (laughs) arbitration world, and 1% um, presidential news. There's been some movement on that front. I have more than 1%
0: of that, that's for sure.
2: Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm referring to the new president at the ICC. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Left turn. Of course, this is not a political podcast. Good point. Which now has been confirmed, right?
1: Yes. I, I didn't know that. Okay, that's good. When, when does she...
0: Oh,
2: my gosh. I hope... It, <laughs> that's what I, Yes. I think it was, uh, it was the beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken.
1: This is January 2021, so you, you very cleverly tricked us because <laughs> we were all talking about Trump and Biden. And <laughs> yes, yes.
2: <laughs> okay. But also then you said, oh, I didn't know that was out because you had Intel, right? And you, I don't know, you were like um, saying I knew that from before and I didn't know we could speak about it.
1: Yeah. And then I guess we didn't check if we could because we published this as is. And-
2: but I had the information not from you. I had it from online. I saw it online. Um, but I think you were right in saying that it wasn't confirmed. It's like she was shortlisted, but it meant that she was. Um, oh yeah. yeah, exactly. Claudia Solomon. Claudia Solomon, We never sorry. mentioned
1: yeah. her name in the in the opening. Yeah. I just thought it was funny because you tricked us. But I also want to talk about the opening. How do you feel about this? I the formulaic way we open every episode. Oh. I like the one percent part, but everything we do in order to get to the one percent point feels like it's just twenty seconds of dead air to me, and I think maybe listeners feel the same way. I'm not sure. How do you feel? <laughs>
3: I
0: was the one who suggested that we do it. Oh, sorry. Because, no, 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 (laughs) because I heard other podcasts, and everyone had this opening that was standard, and so I was like, I want to be, like, an established podcast, so we should make it more regular, but it is dead
1: air, like... I'd be happy with it us just starting, like today we're talking about blah or hey Brian, hey Sadia, how are you? But I guess I mean yeah, you're the pro. Well, wow, I mean it's taking
4: sounds...
2: you're taking the soul and the identity out of the podcast if you take that out. Isn't that right, Yan?
4: Yeah no, I <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this
2: looks...
4: always caught Why are you making
2: me speak? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry, you're hearing from uh, Tom Cruise's uh, makeup artist. No, uh, so, so, no uh, I. So I think bizarrely, people like catchphrases and uh, like regularity in podcasts. So uh, you have a you have to boxes to tick, uh, I think, and you, you're doing it really well.
1: Thanks. All right, I will waive my objection <laughs> yet again. We could definitely change the structure, though. That's for sure, or shorten it.
2: We can shorten it also by kicking jo- Joel out.
1: <laughs> that's also been a running joke. Like that, That's been said in five or six in different ways so, <laughs> over the years. It's in the introduction. <laughs> that's funny. You Brian, you said it's not a political podcast mm-hmm. reaction. and maybe as an excuse because you assumed that it was we talking chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not your fault. Sometimes we've been political though. I don't have any audio from this, uh, because it's a long segment that you and I did before Sadia joined. It's I think the one the time that the phrase allegedly has been used the most times on air in the history of any podcast. You know which one I'm talking about? <laughs>
0: no.
1: It's the stormy arbitration.
0: Oh, that's right
1: the Stormy Daniels settlement agreement with Donald Trump. Oh, yes. yes where we yes. spent, I think, 25 minutes reading through their settlement agreement and the arbitration clause. And the clause, arbitration clause. Which was then in the in the intro for a long time as possibly the worst arbitration clause I've ever read right. in my life. We can't really replay it because we'll take forever. I do have the clause here. If you want to be a part of this, Sarja, because you weren't there when we did this, okay. let me read a little bit from the arbitration okay, clause. Okay, so this is DD, which we think is Donald Trump allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> okay? And PP terrible initials because it sounds like PP. That is, we <laughs> assume Stormy Daniels it may even be identified as Stormy Daniels. And then there's another third entity, EC, which is a corporate entity that actually signed the contract. That is not a party to the arbitration clause, but to the contract. And this is the worst contract ever. But Clause 5.2, I'll just start reading. This is if you have the ICC model clause on one end of the spectrum. In this one? Then you have the other, the, this is the other end of the spectrum. It has nothing of the, what you want in an arbitration clause and it has everything of everything else. <laughs> In recognition of the mutual benefits to DD and PP of a voluntary system of alternative dispute resolution which involves binding confidential arbitration of all disputes which may arise between them, it is their intention and in agreement that any and all claims or controversies arising between DD on the one hand and PP on the other hand shall be resolved by binding com- – no stop, no period yet, I'm still okay. one sentence okay. – shall be revolve- S- resolved sorry, by binding confidential arbitration to the greatest extent permitted by the law and take place before jams pursuant to jams comprehensive arbitration rules and procedures including interim measures and the law selected by DD such election shall be limited to either California, Nevada or Arizona or before action dispute resolution services pursuant to the ADRS rules including interim measures and the law selected by DD whichever the claimant elects upon filing an arbitration (laughs) in the location selected by DD and will be heard and decided by a sole neutral arbitrator defined the arbitrator selected either by agreement of the party or if the parties are unable to agree, then select under the rules of the selected arbitration service." This is the first sentence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't even know where it'll start. There's so much contradiction in this. I know,
1: this is, we, we talked about this for a while because it's also complicated that DD, uh, we, we think is Trump, uh, yeah. in one part of the clause gets to elect the uh, procedural law. And then in another, it's the claimant that gets yes, to like exactly. the procedural law, and they probably assume that DD will be the claimant, right. except that's not spelled out anywhere, so they use it interchangeably as if okay. DD is. Uh, there, are, I, there are three or four more sentences like this, but we can't. Do, do you
2: this. think DD drafted this? Allegedly. this is, <laughs> allegedly,
1: it's
0: such an American contract drafting to the greatest extent of the law. Yeah, to the, to the,
2: yes, what does that even mean? To the greatest It's like
1: extent? very unique, I think. It's like
2: there's it's very how, <laughs> how,
1: how many different degrees of extent of the law yeah. <laughs> are there. Right, right.
2: Well, this is what the French would call the clause pathologique.
1: Yes, or a pathological clause.
2: More, mm, yes. In English. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here, the reason, of course, we said allegedly 46 times is because this was politically sensitive when we were recording this. Right. And I think we were maybe taking a small risk in our little... Teacup,
0: storm <laughs> Stormy oh. in a teacup.
2: Ah, oh, lovely. Ta-da. I like that. We
0: haven't done a segment mm. on that, but we should. All those sayings that come up in drafting that you see all the time, like a storm in a teacup, putting toothpaste back into the tube. Oh, mm. right. yeah. Those yeah. can't unring the bell. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those famous ones. We should do a segment. Yes, one hundred percent. I am actually writing that down. Did you have one, Saya?
2: Um, it was we were talking about International Women's Day and you were like why is this a thing With the deep you? Reason, yeah.
1: I don't think we should be saying Happy Women's Day though. it's not a happy day isn't the purpose of the day to like <laughs> highlight all the various structural issues and inequalities we have in the world and that's not a happy occasion that's, that's something that is
2: oh my
3: equal. gosh doom and gloom <laughs> <the> socialist
2: Swedish <laughs> please the news is full of doom and gloom let's be happy about you know. happy women's day. day happy women's day happy <laughs> no, I, I... to you. Of you happy structural oppression also I love, I love the mansplaining Jill thank you <laughs> <laughs> and then later on in the segment I think it's, it's then or it's at the end uh, oh yeah I think it's still or, or it's at the beginning of a happy fun fun time if I can find it let me let me just pause. Let me try to find it.
0: Like... Oh, this is why it's so good to have you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say that again.
2: <laughs> it was just like you thought Mannels was um, was a happy fun time Day, but you didn't want to say Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's at the beginning of the intro, but I couldn't find it here. Oh, so it was a nice like you know, sequence of of you being destroyed by your own terms. It was just funny because you were like happy all we shouldn't say it and then he was like so today for Happy Fun Times they we talk about Mannels and I was like so just for the records <laughs> Mannels is happy for you but not International Women's Day. Oh, yes.
1: uh, yeah. I, I stand by that for a number of reasons but I don't know if this is the time or the place. <laughs> you were with Mannels to be fair. Yeah I was. I mean we've uh, done yeah, said, yeah. ethical issues we've done LGBTQ issues yeah. we've done me too. We've done a lot of things that aren't happy with the burnout, doom scrolling. Yes. Happy Fun Time is happy in the sense that it's like we don't have to research. Right. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily fun all throughout. No. And I stand by that we shouldn't say Happy Women's Day. That's not the purpose of Women's Day. That feels like some sort of yeah something a man would say and like, You don't have to cook today, honey. Happy Women's Day. Happy women's day. <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: i did we because joel did want to be a journalist in his previous life so i we did do it's not political and we're not a it's not journalism what we do but the one journalist point or moment that we had was at ika where you tried to catch ika for not signing the pledge and they had just signed the pledge beforehand maybe you don't want to talk about that (laughs)
1: I don't remember the facts. In my head, we asked, I asked, I can't remember who did. It, you, you're saying it was me, so I take your word. For
0: we Because we were interviewing
1: um, the present and future
0: president of ICA, and we were going in there being like, we should ask them why they haven't signed the pledge. But in the introduction of ICA, they made the keynote address saying that they're signing the pledge. So uh, they kind of beat
1: us to the pledge. Oh, to in my head... That's not what happened at all. I, <laughs> I prefer to keep it the way it is in my head. Okay. Which is that we asked them and they thought, oh, we should sign the pledge. And then they signed the pledge because we asked them to do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> revisionist history.
4: The
2: tainted memories. <laughs> that's yeah. what I would say. That was also one of the t- um, titles of our, of our episode with A uh, with uh, fantastic, brilliant, amazing Toby Lando.
0: That yes. must have been one of your favorite. Yes, segment. it was
2: my favorite. It was the one where I spoke the last because I was so <laughs> I was so starstruck that I couldn't speak. <laughs> yeah, we all were. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Listener
3: mail or voice notes. This is Michael Cotterley, barrister at One Essex Court in London. Longtime listener, very occasional contributor. Congratulations, Brian, Joel, and Sadia on your one hundredth episode of the Arbitration Station. It's quite the accomplishment that all of you continue this passion project despite your incredibly hectic practices. I really enjoy the podcast as it is a great way to get a dose of substance with a side of gossip, or happy fun time as you put it, on my commute into work. I've been specifically asked by Joel to indicate what I don't like about the podcast. Well, that's an easy one. For some reason, you are not on all streaming platforms, and without naming names, Given that a Swede is one of the originators of your podcast, that is quite surprising. That, of, of course, is a minor quibble. Keep up the great work. Here's to a hundred more episodes.
2: <laughs> That's a good one.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Quantum
1: Boy. Yes. He didn't mention that we gave him.
2: He was Quantum Boy. Didn't he come twice too? Yeah. 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 He was for the LGBTQ. Yeah. He
1: might be the, the only... I'm looking at now, You're the, the official keeper of the history of the podcast. I have a sense we may have someone else who's been uh, on twice. <laughs> Leonore. Leonore, yeah, Leonore. She doesn't count as a guest. She's almost a, a co-correspondent. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, then I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, and if I'm not, we have now offended someone who's been <coughs> twice and we can't remember who it may be. Yeah, but think. that doesn't take anything away from Quantum Boy, Michael yeah. Connor. <laughs> I don't know why aren't we on Spotify. I, I can name the name because I am Swedish. I, I guess it's yeah. something we haven't considered, but probably should. I don't listen on Spotify, that's my own... I don't either. A few podcasts that I do listen to have moved to Spotify exclusively and I just
0: have stopped listening to them, but it is good to have them on both. Mm-hmm. I don't know how easy that is.
1: I thought he'd be much more mean about it. That, <laughs> that was a small thing. I yeah. don't really wanted him to roast us like Mike Michaelrath. <laughs>
2: So we have another soundbite from one of our um, regular listeners, Elizabeth Prado. Thank you so much for sending this through, who is working at the National Agency for the Legal Defense of the State of Colombia. So a lot of people listen to us beyond our regular frontiers, I would say. Here's what Elizabeth has to say. Hey guys, this is Elizabeth. Congratulations on this milestone. I love the podcast, it is always informative, entertaining, and funny, except, of course, for that last show where you concluded that despite all their defects, state representatives are human beings too. I can only conclude that perhaps you haven't met teams like the one from Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> Beiju Vasani also.
6: Hi, Arbitration Station, this is Beiju Vasani. Um, I want to start by congratulating you guys on your 100th episode. That is truly a milestone. I'm sure that when you first started out conceiving of this idea, you never thought uh, you'd be so successful, so popular and get to 100 episodes. But uh, as a now long-time listener, uh, I'm sure we look forward to the next 100. Um, You've asked me to give you my favorite part of appearing uh, on one of your episodes and I think that's pretty easy it was just uh, how it felt so little like any sort of interview or some sort of uh, uh, pressure of recording uh, but much more like a conversation between friends and I, I know you guys um, but it was still just uh incredible to uh sit virtually uh like we were together uh like we were really having coffee and just chatting about things um i know i was having a good time because uh i uh, could have carried on talking for hours and hours more on those and and various other topics um so i i'm sure other Uh, participants in your episodes feel the same way I do you have a great chemistry amongst you Uh, you have a great way of uh, talking to people and making them feel at ease uh, and therefore allowing us um, to be ourselves authentic and uh, to make for great listening for your listeners so congratulations again and I look forward I hope to appearing on a future episode within the next 100 see you guys
1: I have, um, you have another anything? question. On, on so much, this feels like a question that Jan would have asked, but I will because I am the keeper of the Twitter account, mm-hmm. which I think is slowly going dormant. But it's been a few times we've had a, a few viral posts, and I use that word very carefully. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and, like two hundred people, <laughs> the max.
1: Not even. We the most popular tweets of our account. I think I haven't done any serious scientific research has 11 retweets, 3 quote tweets, and 66 likes. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. Do you want to guess what it's about?
2: Um, what was it? About? Oh, I
1: feel like I remember this,
0: but.
2: Was it the one on the movie? On the, on the ISDS movie that we were casting? Nope. No? It's not that one?
1: Good
0: guess, though. I don't remember.
1: It's a catch. Price? Yeah. No, it's not a catchphrase. It's kind of a tricky question because oh. it's not about something or anything that has to do with arbitration station. It's about the Peace Palace looking for a gardener.
2: Oh really? Uh, what? Was- you posted that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You
1: didn't see the most viral tweet? That oh we've no, I missed and- that one. It's a link to the Peace Palace looking for gardener and. We slash I just wrote, this might be the best job in dispute resolution. That's so Uh, funny.
2: That is funny.
1: Way more popular than any of our content. (laughs) That's it.
2: (laughs) I feel like that's what people look for, though, when they listen to us. It's like going, it's having a link with arbitration, but it's much more than the content.
1: Yeah, right. Mm. Most likely.
2: Discussion around the content more than the content itself.
1: We have Brian's anecdote of a guy Starting an opening submission with, or an opening presentation with, I don't know about you, but I'm a Pactos and Savanda kind of guy.
0: Someone, it was a small arbitra- a small hearing room, but the guy stood up to give his closing argument, which is like, okay, what kind of like pondas do you need to
5: <laughs> deliver
0: in this uh, emotional closing argument? And he starts talking and then he goes, you know, looks at his papers and like looks up, very dramatic, and then he goes, I don't know about you, but I'm a pacta sunt servanda kind of guy. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, what? Could you contain this- your laughter? <laughs> no, no, I, I like put my head in my hands and I was like, this, this can't be real. I love
2: that. <laughs> I love that.
0: Well, the, the whole story was that I was cleaning up after the hearing because I was the secretary. I was cleaning up after the hearing. And I heard that and I was like, oh, Lord. And I found a post-it that I was cleaning up and it, was, and it said "Pacta Sunt servanda kind of guy. <laughs> so he like thought it was so clever that it was just like, gotta put
1: this down and remember it this individual post-it. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's turned into like a standard joke in, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, I remember. But you had a follow-up on, on this. Yeah, no, I... Is it more of a pronunciation station, perhaps? So, you know how people like that
4: you're both Swedish? Like, it's like a Swedish podcast. One and a half of us. What? (laughs) People think it's a
2: Swedish podcast?
4: Some people do, and some people dispute. uh, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Swedishness.
4: Brian's Swedishness. Uh, But I have an ultimate proof that Brian's Swedish, because... You know how the way you pronounce Latin phrases like uh-huh. reveals uh-huh. your nationality. You so are like Curia. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so <laughs> let, let, let's listen to this.
0: And that you should basically honor your obligations and the Pactus in Trivanda. That's so. That's so
1: funny. Because. So your formative legal years were spent in Sweden, perhaps? Probably, yeah. Well, And I mean, just, yeah, you hear it.
0: that, for example, me saying yes turned into, like, y'all and yes mixed in when I was speaking English. You, you do pick up on those things.
2: Do you think in legal Swedish sometimes? No, 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 no. no. Okay.
0: But it, it was just, because it, working for eight years and listening right. to people speaking yeah. English with a Swedish accent, yeah, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, pick yeah. it up.
2: Mm.
0: Probably why you're... American English has gotten more fluent Yeah, accent-wise, true. not fluency. Yeah, no.
2: Does your accent change when you hang out with different people? Like, I noticed when I'm in France surrounded by French people who speak English, or even my husband, <laughs> I speak English with a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same.
1: My English is much worse when I'm not yeah. in an environment where people speak <laughs> English
2: fluently. So- And then when I'm telling a story in Urdu to my parents, I speak English with an Indian, like, heavy Pakistani accent. (laughs) My brother was like, what's going on with you? (laughs) So it never happened on a podcast because I never had to. Maybe I should find, like, some some kind of Indian or Pakistani case with a reference of a text in a language and let's see what (laughs) (laughs)
3: happens.
1: That's so funny that you found that. (laughs) Final listener note is not from a listener, but from a sponsor slash fan slash former boss of mine who was an early supporter of mm-hmm. the podcast. The, the very early ones were actually in Sweden. Yeah. Right. Yes. But but then Luke Peterson of Reporter stepped in mm-hmm. and here he is.
0: Hi, it's Luke Peterson from Investment Arbitration Reporter. Just wishing you all a happy 100th birthday and... Wanted to say that it's been a great pleasure to sponsor many of your past episodes, and I've learned a great deal and enjoyed the podcast immensely.
1: Thank you so much, Luke. Yes.
2: Thank you, Luke.
0: And it's also the Swedish Arbitration Association helped us, the young arbitrators of Sweden helped us. six
1: or seven very gifted young lawyers helped us do most of the research for at least a couple of years. That's
0: true.
2: Yeah, so when you say helped, is like they gave money or they?
1: The Swedish Arbitration Association did. They flew us to ICA. Right.
2: And
0: Mannheimer Swartling also contributed some money to that. Very nice. That's what got us these microphones.
2: Mm.
0: And our researchers.
6: Very good. Hi, Arbitration Station. In my capacity as chairperson for Young Arbitrators Sweden, we would like to congratulate you to your enormous success with the podcast. And we very much look forward to many more engaging episodes in the future. All the best.
2: Next, what we need is get, is get like those podcasts, um, lighting, you know, sometimes if we, if we insert some videos, we need to have the proper, you know, those round (laughs) lighting. Yeah, that would be good as well. Because why am I saying this and you can't see this now because we're recording, but there's a picture of us that's a very it's a it's not flattering picture at all i don't know why the person who put it on twitter put it on twitter <laughs> i think it's dual it's on september 10 2021 so i'm showing it to everyone oh, here no. i don't know what kind of we all look hideous sorry so that there's no discrimination and it says a well-rested trio of hosts check clark Kant again who produces it all makes plans for season six Indigenous rights, question mark, treaty interpretation, question marks, arbitration book club, question marks. Who knows? We're terrible at falling up on ideas, but we'll soon be on in the air. <laughs> so I just wanted to comment on this. We did do indigenous rights. Yes. We did do treaty interpretation. And unfortunately, we have never followed up, Joel, on the arbitration book club. That was
1: the one with Jan Paulson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah a it one, was one a book.
2: part of we never called it the book club yeah. though. But no. I think it's a good, yeah, you're right. We should really put it make this a thing. Yeah. No. I what agree. do you think?
1: I agree. I have a long we, list of books we'll get that to. That we it. need to
2: read. We need to hire someone who can who can produce uh, uh what the French say fiche de lecture like a digest of those books in 2-3 pages. That would be nice. A high no? school
1: student? Like, a, a yeah.
2: <laughs> high school yes. student or anyone, like a research assistant or something, no? Don't you think? Mm-hmm. As if we're gonna read the book, if we talk about the book. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> sounds like,
1: like partners speak to me. <laughs> I think for now, there's a little bit champagne left, less reading, less talking, more yes. cheering, and then yes. we should go yes. off air yes. and just be happy that we actually made it Congrats. to 100.
2: I know, congratulations to you guys um, and for keeping the legacy alive.
1: Okay. I do you. feel a little bit uncomfortable as a Swede now that, that we was spent just... over an hour just talking about how amazing we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, no, actually, we yeah, did. We did do ourselves. that,
2: or how not amazing we are, yeah. and then people might think, Oh my gosh, if they made it they've made partner? <laughs> can,
3: anyone can make partner. <laughs> what? Well, that, that's exactly it. I think that's it's exactly. it. <laughs> You've hit the nail on the head. Right? They make so
2: much mistakes online. Yeah. They're not even scared of seeing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they mean it. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, that's a good note to end on, I think. Yeah. Keep asking stupid questions. That's yeah. Don't stay, be afraid.
2: Stay hungry, stay foolish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so Cheers, much. Guys. Thank you, Jan. Thanks, guys.